Eating breakfast in the morning right away when you wake up, that's the most important meal. Is that true though? Eating right before bed guarantees you're going to gain body fat. Is that true? Let's talk about meal timing and what you should be doing to produce results. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. Meal timing. What time should you be having your meals? What is best for results? And the answer is, I want you to pick the option that is best for you. And there are some different options that I'm going to cover. So what I am going to cover is, you know, a number of uh, different meal timing options that you can do. Uh, I'm going to cover what the best one is. There is a best one. There is an optimal one. But not all of you should pick that one. So I don't want you to go through this episode and just pick the one that I say is optimal because they say optimal. Unless you're capable of doing that. Some of you are. I think some of you aren't. And then I'm going to talk about the one that I do today. So I don't even do the perfect optimal one. I do one that I kind of created, and it goes in different phases, and it might go in different phases for you. So so why do we care about meal timing, though? Well, a lot of people think that, like, if you eat at some magic time, uh, you're getting better results, and that's not true, okay? Breakfast does not guarantee great results, okay? Eating eating a, a donut at 9 o'clock at night right before bed does not guarantee uh, gaining body fat. No, none of that stuff is true. But I get a lot of questions on meal timing, so it is something that I do I do want to help you guys with. So one, you can do whatever meal timing that you want to. What are the options, though? You can have one meal per day. It's called OMAD. I don't recommend it. I think there are rare humans that can do that long term. But if you are one of those rare humans, then obviously it's an option. Well, what does that look like? It's, it's intermittent fasting. You have one big feast per day. Uh, I, th- I don't think it's a good way to uh, control your hunger. I think all day you're thinking of this big feast that you're going to have, and I think it gets worse over time. I really do. Uh, and that's that was my ex- experience with OMAD as well. I don't hate it, but I don't think it's very realistic long term. And I kind of think it teaches food binging because when you have so many calories left over for your nighttime feast, because that's when I saved my one meal was for a big supper. And uh, all I was thinking about was like, I can't wait for that meal. And I had so many calories left for the day because I didn't have one crumb of food that it, I, I could sneak in treats and, and it kind of created binging on the stuff I didn't really want to eat. I didn't, it, I wanted to eat healthier than what I was eating. But once I turned on my food binge during that OMAD phase, it was hard to shut off. Now you have another option, which I've done when I've been busier. Uh, or a lot going on, or or kind of a different phase of my life, is two meals per day. And I think a lot of people uh, would benefit from this, especially if you have a busy career. So in in my phase of life, I think this was um, not too long ago, 18 months ago or so, or a year ago. Uh, No, not quite a year, probably, probably about 18 months ago, I was doing two meals per day, which I think is a decent option for a lot of you. Uh, and so how does, what does that look like? For me, I would have a meal at like 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. And, and, and it, it was pretty big. It wasn't huge like my one meal per day. And then I would have another big meal right around normal supper time. So about whatever, six, 
I usually don't eat after seven o'clock, but like, you know, six or seven o'clock. And it was a pretty good spread. So uh, I would just wake up and, and go to job number one, basically. So I was doing real estate at the time. And then I was also doing this. So I'd come back home and get in my office and uh, uh, work in the afternoon at night on this. And, and I'm also uh, a dad of three, a husband. I try to, you know, still be a good dad and husband too. So I felt like I had a lot going on. And because I had so much going on, I really felt like two meals per day was a decent way to control hunger and still prioritize a very busy lifestyle. Just waking up early and and not done not done working and being a dad until real late at night. Uh, and I, I felt like it was a good option. It might be a good one for you. What I liked about that was both meals were bigger. I did feel very satisfied. I didn't, you know, when you're sitting down with a, a decent sized meal, it doesn't feel like dieting. And I was, I was, I was trying to lose weight at the time. I was trying to get leaner, trying to decrease the amount of body fat on my body. And uh, so my meals were bigger. So you might want to consider that one. Now you also have three square meals per day. So you can kind of tell I'm just adding meals. You have three square meals plus uh, a snack in between all the way up to six or seven. Now, one thing I did want to say about having six or seven meals per day, this was something that was very popular, I'm going to say about 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, a lot of people were like, well, you're not in shape unless you're eating every two hours these tiny little uh, Tupperware meals that you meal prepped. No, you don't get some sort of like secret metabolism boost out of those. It's no different than like eating three meals a day. It really isn't, okay? Um and actually, there's some interesting research that maybe it's better to have bigger meals. But please, I don't want you to think that anymore, that you need to have six or seven tiny meals every two hours. That's there, There's nothing behind that. But you might like that. Maybe you don't like to eat big. You like to just kind of graze on little stuff. Uh, uh, you can't graze all day. It still has to be calculated. But maybe you like that. So that could be an option for you. Now, what is the best option? And then I'm going to talk about the one I'm doing right now because I'm not doing two meals a day anymore. So the optimal option for meal timing is to do this exactly. Let's take the example of 2,000 calories per day. This is an example, so you might not, you maybe shouldn't be assigned 2,000 calories a day. So don't think of that. I want you to think of the meal timing. It is three meals per day with two snacks in between. Three meals per day with two snacks in between. Now, why am I saying that one? Because I think it is the best way to control hunger. Because if I can control hunger, I can get somebody great results. If they are in a calorie deficit, which means they are getting leaner, losing the body fat, but they don't feel hungry, that's the magic right there. That's how you get somebody to go long term. They don't feel like they're on a strict plan. Okay, so taking the 2,000 calorie example, how do you map this out? 500 calorie breakfast, 500 calorie lunch, 500 calorie supper, which leaves 250 snack, ideally between breakfast and lunch, and then another snack in the afternoon, between exactly between, exactly in the middle of your lunch and supper. So spread out evenly with protein at each meal, including protein at each of them. That is the optimal way to do it. Now, some of you are getting excited and like, I'm going to do that tomorrow. I am starting that tomorrow. It won't fit some of your lifestyle. If you're a busy professional, a busy parent, sometimes that's not real at all. 
I have a lot of people that, uh, you know, they, they work construction or right now, you know, people are in the, in the field, uh, you know, farmers are pl in planting season, they have harvest season, everybody has a busy season. And so that's, that's not ideal because they have, they get so busy, they don't even think of food. They're not going to, you know, stop their work or get up from their cubicle and go prepare this meal when they got, you know, numbers to crunch and deadlines to meet. And, you know, if you're a farmer, you know, uh, crops, crops to harvest, you know what I mean? And, and some of you would, uh, benefit from eating a little bit bigger at certain meals. So that is keeping it fairly light at each meal. Like you can eat more. That's what you feel like when you spread it out like that is you're like, I could eat more. You, you think that every single meal, but it is the best way to get results. It is the best way to control hunger. Okay. That's optimal. Now, what am I doing right now? Right now, what I'm doing is uh, a light breakfast. So I do not skip breakfast. I have about two to 300 calorie breakfast. And then uh, I don't have anything else. I have two or 300 calories, and then I don't have anything else until about noon or 1230. And I try to shoot for right around 750, 800, 900 calories. Let's call it 750 to 900 calories for lunch, which is kind of a medium lunch for me. And so that leaves me, right now that leaves me, that's probably what, 900 plus two. So that's about 11 or 1200 calories, which leaves me about 1200 something, 1200 plus calories for nighttime. Because I'm right around 24, 2500 calories per day. And so, and so that's how I map it out. So what am I doing? I'm having a light breakfast because I don't really feel like I need a lot uh, in the morning. Um, I, I, I wake up, I get myself ready, I help the kids get ready. Once they're out the door, I get to work and that's it. And then I don't think of food. I really don't. I get all my, my big things out of the way in the morning, get my to-dos done. Uh, and then at lunchtime, I have a medium meal. This is where I have to you know, keep myself from eating too much because then I am a little bit more hungry for lunch. But I like to have this medium lunch because then it kind of fills me up a little bit better, prepares me for my workout a little bit better because uh, I don't like to feel like I'm like hungry going into the workout. I also don't like to eat right before my workout. So having like a medium lunch is perfect for me. And then what I do at supper time is supper is again like seven to 900 again. It's about the same size as my lunch, but then I have a good two, three, four, five, calories, you know, 300 calories for snacks or like a glass of wine or something. And I do, and, and I do usually have a snack like chocolate or a treat or something. And glass of wine is, um, it's not every night, but, uh, I have different phases where I might want one every night. And so that's how I map mine out. And I try not to have snacks in between, even though I, I think I should, I just, I really prioritize these later meals that are a bit bigger. That's what I like, especially at nighttime. I like to eat a bigger supper. I like to feel like I can have what I want to have. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a mental thing. Like I want a treat and I want uh, an alcoholic drink and give me some potatoes with that too, you know, but th that's just me. And so I want you to kind of create your own too. You, you might like one meal a day, some of you. I, I don't recommend it, but you might. Two might be perfect for some of you that are in a busy phase right now. When I was eating two meals a day, I was waking up and going to real estate, doing my real estate flip, and then I had to kind of race home. 
Oh, man, it was such a busy part of my life. Uh, I had to race home, and I was working on S7. It was when I was first starting S7 Wellness. And then also, you know, with doing uh, uh, projects at home and, and doing a house flip, I just felt like I was always at the hardware store, you know, picking up stuff, always on the phone with with people that were working on my house and stuff like that. And then I, I was really focused on not letting that phase in life, you know, turn me into a bad dad or husband. So I was still doing that stuff. So if you, if you, if you connect with that story that I just told, maybe two meals, and I was not snacking in between, maybe two meals is ideal right now, but you should make it your own. The person that does the best with meal timing is the person that makes it their own and it matches their phase in life. So even though optimal is, is spreading the meals out evenly, I don't do that because I don't want to right now. I don't think it fits it fits my cravings right now. I don't think it matches my life. So come up with yours. I like to see when I work with clients come up with the way they want to eat so that they feel like they can have a bigger meal if they save for it or maybe they don't like bigger meals. They really make it their own. That's what nutrition should be. Full of foods that your taste buds enjoy. If you don't like the foods you're eating in a nutrition plan, you're going to quit eventually. You are. Same with meal timing and meal size. If you're eating this weird meal size and it doesn't fit you or your life, you're probably going to quit and get back to the way you were. So don't get too tied up with, with what time. Get in a cadence that works with your life and routine. Breakfast is not the most important meal. You're not going to gain body fat just by eating late at night. Find the times that work for you and keep practicing. This does take practice. I did not know that I preferred like a, a light breakfast and a bigger supper, but I noticed that when I was calorie tracking, and calorie tracking taught me this, and it'll teach you guys this too if you do calorie tracking. It'll teach you like where you like to have more meal or more calories. And I was like, oh man. I really feel deprived at night with only 500 calories or 400, whatever. I'm going to try to save for more. And then I really liked it. So that's what you need to do is test and practice, and you'll find the right meal timing and meal size for you. I hope this helps. Spencer, signing off.